this is the Sean Yankee Show. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack. This episode of The Sean Yankee Show is being brought to you by the support of viewers like me. We realize the importance of independent media and truth in this time of mass deceit and propaganda. We have decided to fight for and support it to keep it alive. You can help us in this fight for truth. Contribute at patreon.com forward slash Sean Yankee. Thanks for coming to the show. It'll begin soon. everybody get in here welcome back to the sean yankee show i am sean and no matter where you're at or when you're here you are in the right place at the right time so settle in and get comfortable because you picked a fantastic night to come to the show it's probably the best night of the show wednesday night is most people including myself's favorite night it's our fun night. It's conspiracy theories and chill where we can open our minds, explore all kinds of different ideas, talk about anything we want. Tonight, though, our theme on conspiracy theories and chill is going to be Project Bluebeam. I've got a really cool presentation for you. We're going to break down Project Bluebeam. If you're not familiar with that, you're going to want to get in here. But even if you are, you're going to want to get in here and smash them shits. Do not forget to do that. Do that right now before you forget. Hit like and share this out. Get this out everywhere you can. But smash that like button. Don't forget to do that. And take part in the show. I love to hear from y'all. So feel free to take part. Comment. Let me know what you think about what we discuss. Ask any questions. I love hearing from you. And it helps. And it's important to help and support this show. If you can... Please support this show because this show is one of the last havens left for truth in this time of mass deception. And we put the truth first here because we believe that if it can be destroyed by the truth, well, then it should be. Because we live in a world where authenticity is met with rejection and where speaking the truth is met with disdain and exclusion. We're bombarded with messages telling us to conform, to be like everyone else, 
But I say to you that we must resist this temptation. We must be true to ourselves and stay in the full armor of God because it takes courage to be authentic in a world that tells us to be fake. It takes courage to speak the truth when it's not popular, but it's the only way to create a better world. So I say to you, stand up for what you believe in. Speak the truth, even when it's hard. Be authentic, even when it's scary, because the world needs you. We need individuals who are unafraid to challenge the status quo, who are willing to stand up for the voiceless, who are willing to speak truth to power. We need people who are willing to make a difference, even if it means making waves. Because we're at a pivotal moment in history. We can either choose to continue down the path of conformity and deception, or we can choose to create a new world. A world where everyone is free to be themselves. And the choice is yours. And we're all about that philosophy here. So if that sounds good to you, welcome home. Get in here. Get ready. Because we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. Like I said, this is the fun nights. Conspiracy theories and chill. We just get to have a good time. There's a lot of news to get into. A lot of stuff, you know, I'm going to talk about some of it right now. Just because it's kind of the elephant in the room. You know, we just had a YouTube strike, little bitty channel, you know, 50 subscribers, no big deal. Video taken down a week, YouTube jail, slap on the wrist, right? Said too much stuff, too much truth, even for a 50 subscriber channel. Imagine if we had 6.6 million subscribers. Like Russell Brand, who I am not vouching for. One way or the other. I believe that he is innocent until proven guilty, though. So just on allegations, anonymous allegations in the media, YouTube has demonetized Russell Brand's channel. And I didn't know this. I didn't know how much he was making. He was making a million dollars a year just in ad revenue, not counting super chats or anything like that. But he's not eligible for any of that anymore. And uh, off allegations, he's not been found guilty of anything yet. And I'm not saying he's innocent. I'm not saying he's guilty either, though. I'm saying there's a lot of reasons why they may want to silence Russell Brand. I always looked at him as entertainment. I'm not ready to die on this hill, but I don't agree with silencing him. Not without proving these allegations. You know what I mean? Not just on a whim from anonymous women saying that he did this or that. You know, there's a lot of women coming forward that have had relationships with Russell Brand that say they were offered money to say things about him and to make allegations. Just saying. But they're going to demonetize his channel. One of their most popular channels. He's almost got 7 million subscribers. Another thing that we would have got into tonight and we still can never know what will happen on conspiracy theories and chill. We can get into anything, anything and everything. But you remember Ray Epps? He was the biggest instigator in the crowds leading up to the January 6th event. We got to go in the Capitol, in the Capitol. Remember him? Well, they finally charged him. You know, a lot of people were like, why is nothing happening to Ray Epps? He must be a fed. Well, you can rest easy now. 
put those Fed rumors to rest because Ray Epps got charged. Yep. He was hit with a misdemeanor. <laughs> Disorderly conduct. And that's it for him. Slap on the wrist. This guy was begging people to go into the Capitol. We got to go into the Capitol. We got to go in. And he was there the day of at the event, pushing people forward, getting them to push the gate. Disorderly conduct, misdemeanor. Other people losing decades of their life. You know. In fact, the FBI says that they lost track of how many informants they actually had at the January 6th Capitol event. They can't keep track of it. There were so many, they don't know. You know, the Capitol Police, same thing. I'm sure if you looked at the CIA and the other alphabet organizations, it'd be the same thing. Tons of influencers and instigators in the crowd. You know, and the Proud Boys were mostly feds. And I'm sure that's true for every one of these organizations. This was a false flag orchestrated attack. It wasn't even attack. They just pointed cameras at the right shit. Little bitty incidences that happened on that day. Mostly peaceful. It was mostly people with Trump flags and American flags and, and you know, just patriots lost at the Capitol. Wandering around, walking in open doors. That's what it mostly was. And they're sitting in prison cells. Sleeping on concrete floors, being treated like dogs. For being patriots, for trying to stand against what happened, for trying to stand up. And if you ask me, that is just the powers that be sending a message to anyone that would dare stand up. And dare stand up against them. They want us to lay down. They want us to sit down. They want us to take it. But we're not going to. That's not what we're about here. And that's not what we're about on this show. We're about on standing up, uniting, fighting back against the evil. You know, and if, if those are things that you support, please support this show. There's many ways to do that. You know, you could do it by being a massive contributor in the comment sections, hitting the like button, sharing this out everywhere you can. But we also need people to support us and help us keep the lights on around here. So if you can become a patron on Patreon, I would really appreciate that. That's the best way to support the show. And the address for that, the web address is patreon.com forward slash Sean Yankee. Pledge five, ten dollars a month, whatever you can. It helps us keep the lights on around here and keep going and grow. And maybe we can even get our website back. But there's other ways you can donate or you can head over to our merch store. We have a merch store. We have 19 original t-shirts. We have bumper stickers, coffee mugs, all kinds of stuff. Check this out and I'll be right back with you. Hey, let me talk to you for a second. Do you love sweet looking, clever t-shirts that start up conversations? Do you love stickers? Stickers. When you drink your coffee, do you use a mug? Do you love these shows and want to do all that you can to help support them? Well, I have the answer to all of your needs at the Sean Yankee Show merch store. 
Our merchandise store is a great way to support our shows and get our message out there. Buy yourself a hundred stickers and place them in random places. Give everyone you know the Sean Yankee Show merchandise for Christmas. Stock your wardrobe with our shirt collection in every color. Support our show. Visit the merch store today. All right. Yeah, if you can do that, please do. And you will love it. Our merch store is amazing. We have fantastic merchandise. The best. The best. Very great shirts. I know you can't see it right now because I'm covering it up, but we got the tit shirt. You have the I'm offended that you're offended shirt. We got all kinds of great shirts. So if it can be destroyed by the truth, it should be shirt. But that's our merch store. And if you can go over there and support us, I'd appreciate it. But like I said, the best way is Patreon. Anyways, that's enough business. Tonight is Wednesday night, and we're getting ready to start in a second. But I got to say hello to Gabe. Hello to Gabe and everyone else here at the live. Gabe's our ambassador. I have to personally say hello to Gabe because he's holding it all down. I don't know if you know that. This is all being held by a thread, and Gabe's hand is at the end of it. <laughs> but thank you to everyone here. And if you're here on Rumble, that's our most important platform. That is the no censorship platform, the free speech platform, and the platform that allows us to do everything we want to do in whatever way we want to do it. So if you're there, you're in the best place. It's the best place to watch it. They have the best audio. They have the best picture. And you're not going to get in trouble for what you say there. So welcome and take part. They fixed the comment section on Rumble. It's right under the video now. Real easy to find. Take part in the show. Sir Rat Bastards over there. Sweet Ray, Kaylin. They'll all love to hear from you. But like I said, it's Wednesday night. And we got a lot of stuff to get into. On Wednesday nights, we do conspiracy theories and chill. That is our segment where we hang out, smoke a little weed, maybe, whatever you like. Talk conspiracy theories. Open our minds up. So if you're ready, it's time to begin. We got a lot to get into. Tonight's Project Bluebeam. Let's get started. Your world is not as it seems. Everything you know to be true is a lie. Hidden behind the facade of our everyday lives is a secret and powerful organization with a dangerous agenda to manipulate the minds of the masses and usher in a new world order. 
they call this program Project Bluebeam. And if the program is successful, we won't even see it coming. Borders between nations will be dissolved. All religions will be dismantled. And technology will be turned against us. The architects of Project Bluebeam will distract us with false flag operations like global pandemics, strange weather events, and news reports of UFOs being shot down all over the world. And what's frightening is the general population will go along with Project Bluebeam willingly and without resistance. Even more frightening, it has already begun. Welcome back to Conspiracy Theories and Chill. Tonight on Conspiracy Theories and Chill, we're going to talk about Project Bluebeam. The plan for a fake alien invasion. Some kind of mass deception that they're going to use technology for holograms and energy waves to make you believe something that you see is real and really happen make the whole world believe that and bring everyone together and unite them around fear of what they see but this is conspiracy theories and chill this is our weekly little segment where we talk about interesting ideas and explore them and open our minds to different possibilities and we also chill so i i like cannabis i'm a cannabis sewer i partake in the cannabis i am smoking on cookie dose this is cookie dose with a light glaze of truffle slap rosin that's what i got here very nice what are you smoking on what are you partaking What's your chill? Maybe it's just a nice soda or a cup of coffee. Maybe some popcorn. Maybe, you know, you like a little drinky drink. Some of the good, good. Maybe a little smoke, smoke. Maybe you're straight laced. I don't know. Maybe you chill with nothing. What are you smoking on? What, what are you doing? What are you, what are you partaking in? I love that intro. It's my favorite intro. Of all of our intros... The Conspiracy Theories and Chill intro is my absolute favorite. This is a very cool shirt. Leanne says she likes my Purple Rain shirt. She saw Prince at First Avenue, a bar in Minneapolis before he got famous. Really? That would be cool. I bet that was a really good show. Drew smoking on some tweeds. Man, I'm going to be joining you here in a minute. I got my cookie dose all rolled up. I'm ready to jump in. Samuel's got banana papaya. That sounds good. Jack's on green beans and potatoes. Hey, that's all you need, man. That's all you need. Dion sampling his own harvest. Nice. Sir Rab Bastard smoking on afternoon delight. Good, good, good. All right, well, I'm glad everybody is ready because I got a lot to go through with you tonight. We're going to break down Project Bluebeam. We're going to get into this. So if you know somebody who needs to learn about Project Bluebeam, who needs this information, invite them in here. Get them in here and share this out. Get this out everywhere you can because it's going to be an in-depth look at what Project Bluebeam is if it's possible for them to carry it out, is it already being carried out? 
That's what we're going to get into tonight. That's what we're going to look at. Jones talking about War of the Worlds. Didn't even have holograms, and people jumped off buildings, buildings so the aliens wouldn't get them. Scared a lot of people with War of the Worlds. Freaked a lot of people out. Hey, don't tell nobody, Jack. Don't tell nobody how good them green beans are. He said he surprised them green beans and potatoes are still legal. You know what? All kidding aside, they're trying to move us towards fake food, so I kind of am too. You know, don't let Bill Gates get his hand on your potatoes. But if you guys are ready, we got a lot to get through. And I want to get started. So this is our presentation on Project Bluebeam. I'm going to get you started off with an explanation of what Project Bluebeam is and what the finer points of the plan are. Researcher Sergey Manas laid this all out in his book, and we're going to break it down. This is an actual program from the government, and they have all this technology. Everything you're going to see in here, they're able to do right now, and a lot of it they are doing right now. Some of this is already in play. And you'll recognize that. We uh, got a lot to go through, though. So I'm going to start you off in just a second. I got some of my own clips. I got some clips from the Y files. A lot of good stuff on Project Bluebeam we're going to take in. But if you guys are ready, I think it's time to get started. Serge Manast was determined to expose these elites, even when his life was in danger. In 1994, he released his book, Project Bluebeam, which outlines the plan to create a one-world government and a new world order. Project Bluebeam was conceived during the Cold War. The United States and the Soviet Union were spending vast amounts of money and resources on technology to gain the upper hand. No idea was off the table. Now, publicly, the superpowers were building tanks and planes and nuclear weapons. But privately, they were experimenting with mind control and psychic warfare. Obviously, research into mind control wasn't new. The most well-known research is probably the CIA's MKUltra program, which began in 1953. But Project Bluebeam is a dramatic step forward. While programs like MKUltra use drugs for mind control, Project Bluebeam uses technology. So instead of being run by the CIA, Bluebeam is controlled by NASA under the direction of the United Nations. Project Bluebeam is a four-step plan that uses a combination of advanced technology and psychological manipulation to create an illusion so convincing that no one can distinguish reality from the illusion. We must remember that the New Age religion is the very foundation for the New World Government, without which the dictatorship is completely impossible. That is why the Bluebeam project is so important to them, but has been so well hidden until now. Replacing every religion on Earth with a new single religion would not be an easy task. In order to succeed, Project Bluebeam would have to create weather events and man-made earthquakes. It would need to replace all the world's currencies with a single electronic currency. It would need to use holograms, augmented reality, and artificial intelligence. It would need a way to plant fake news stories and propaganda and distribute those to the masses directly, circumventing all news media and elected officials. When Serge Manast exposed Project Bluebeam, these technologies just didn't exist yet, but now they do. Investigative journalist Serge Manast was convinced that NASA and the United Nations were behind Project Bluebeam, a sinister four-step program to establish a new world order. This would be implemented through advanced mind control and top secret technology. In the first stage of the project, we'll see a breakdown of all archaeological knowledge, and this is done by creating artificial earthquakes. 
These earthquakes would be at strategically placed locations around the globe. At these locations, new discoveries will be made that will show that religions have been misunderstood and misinterpreted for centuries. This would allow science to discredit all religious doctrines. Look at the Dead Sea Scrolls. For hundreds of years, the Bible was thought to be complete. Then in 1947, a shepherd finds some clay jars in a cave. Suddenly, there are new religious texts like the Book of Jubilees, the Wisdom of Solomon, and the Book of Tobit. This discovery didn't fundamentally change religion, but it did cause scholars to think, what else are we missing? Project Bluebeam capitalizes on that kind of doubt. It's designed to cause a crisis of faith for every Jew, Christian, Muslim, and Buddhist. People in crisis will be more likely to accept the New Age religion. As for earthquakes, these can be artificially created by mining or fracking in the right location. There's also research being done on creating earthquakes with sound waves. This is called induced seismicity. And the frequency and severity of earthquakes has been increasing over the past 20 years. Phase two of Project Bluebeam is what Manas called the space show. 3D holographic images and sounds will be projected from a network of satellites. These satellites will use lasers to project images down to Earth. These images will be designed to seduce people into believing in a new god. Holograms and augmented reality is getting better and better every year. This video surfaced out of China, and it looks like their city is floating in the clouds. Of course, we can't verify if the video is real or not, but we have seen things like this before. The image seen and language heard will be different in different parts of the world, according to what religion is most dominant in the area. Then all the different deities from all the world's religions will merge into one. Then the projections of Jesus, Muhammad, Buddha, and Krishna will merge into one, and explanations of mysteries and revelations will be disclosed. This one God will, in fact, be the Antichrist, who will explain that the various scriptures had been misunderstood and misinterpreted, and that the religions of old are responsible for turning brother against brother and nation against nation. Therefore, old religions must be abolished to make way for the new age, new world religion, representing the one God Antichrist they see before them. Now, earthquakes and religious artifacts will be enough to convert some people to this new religion. Giant deities appearing and then converging into one antichrist will convert a lot more people. But these technologies won't work on everybody. Non-religious people will be terrified, sure, but they won't suddenly believe in God based on a hologram, no matter how real it looks. To get the entire planet to adopt a new religion and a one-world government, people need to come to this decision themselves. If seeing a hologram of the message isn't enough, Project Bluebeam will broadcast the message directly into our brains. And that technology is available everywhere in the world, right now. Now we can see a new world coming into view. A world in which there is the very real prospect of a new world order. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations, a new world order. The goal of Project Bluebeam is to get the entire planet to adopt a single religion and then a single government. And this will happen in four steps. Step one is to use artificial earthquakes and archaeological discoveries to discredit existing religions. Step two is through holograms, augmented reality, and AI to make people believe that a new god has arrived to replace all existing gods. Step three is mind control using microwaves. Whoa, so they put secret messages in popcorn and frozen dinners? No, not microwave ovens. Microwaves are small radio waves. Oh. These electromagnetic waves are all around us all the time. They're in the air, they move through our homes, through our bodies, through everything. 
all cell phones use microwaves. The frequencies are typically between 800 and 2200 megahertz. 5G operates between 28 and 39 gigahertz. Don't have a cell phone? Doesn't matter. Baby monitors, garage door openers, Bluetooth devices, the Wi-Fi in your home? All use radio waves. RFID tags, wireless earbuds, remote control toys, MRI machines, and yes, even microwave ovens. We are constantly swimming in electromagnetic radiation. There's no way to escape it. How much protection from a tinfoil hit? Not nearly enough. Two tinfoil hits? Please, can I? Step three of Project Bluebeam seizes control of the full EM spectrum and uses it to control our very thoughts. The third step in the Bluebeam project uses electronically augmented two-way communication, where ELF, VLF, and LF waves will reach each person from within his or her own mind, convincing each of them that their own God is speaking to them from the very depths of their own soul. Such rays from satellites are fed from the memories of computers that have stored massive data about every human on Earth and their languages. The rays will then interlace with their natural thinking to form what we call diffuse artificial thought. That kind of technology goes into the 1970s, 1980s, and 1990s research where the human brain has been compared to a computer. Information is set in, processed, integrated, and then a response is formulated and acted upon. We already have technology like Neuralink where the mind can control a machine. Project Bluebeam lets a machine control the mind. Step four is the most insidious of all. It describes how Project Bluebeam will create a fake disaster or crisis that will bring the world together. But not through hope or through peace. The world will come together through fear. This event will be so frightening that people will no longer care about their religion or their national or cultural identity. They'll be so scared that they won't resist the One World Government. They'll beg for it. Manas gave a specific example of what Project Bluebeam would use to terrify the world. And it may already be happening. Project Bluebeam would stage a fake invasion of UFOs. A fake alien invasion. That's what they'll probably stage. Although, they would have to teach people to look up first. It would be really hard to pull off a fake alien invasion with everybody looking down at their phones. You would have to do it like Pokemon Go and do it on their phones. Make it an app. Make the, the aliens are invading on an app. That's how you get them. That's how you get the American people. You got to put it on their phones. CJ's right. There are many antichrists. But they will present a world leader, a world religious leader. Leanne's talking about a few years ago, in about 2018, people were hearing trumpets in various parts of the world. Interesting. And then there's all kinds of stuff involved in this, right? So you heard him talking about MKUltra. Those, those experiments never stopped. They're just corporatized. They moved it all into the corporate sector. They're still doing all of that. All of that. All of that Frankenstein evil research that they were doing with MKUltra and Montauk and all of that, they're still doing. 
That never stopped. Hey, Harsh. Hello, hello. What are you smoking on, Harsh? We're doing conspiracy theories and chill. I'm about to partake with you. I'm about to spark my cookie dose up during the next segment. We're getting ready to get into a little bit more having to do with Project Bluebeam. We just got into the first four steps of Bluebeam. The first four phases in the plan. The breakdown of knowledge, which I think they're doing already. They're in the process of doing that. They have been for a long time. And then the space show. Who's to say that's a one-time thing? Who's to say space show doesn't have to do with what NASA's been doing for the last 30, 40 years? And this whole thing has been leading up to something. You know, they're starting to really push aliens and UFOs right now. But what if space show has to do with the whole buildup, including the predictive programming that they put into movies to convince you into the globe Earth model and outer space? What if that's all part of space show? Just a thought, just something that popped into my head just now. But they're going to try to pull something off in the sky and trick everyone into believing that it's real. And the way they're going to do that is not just by your eyes and by what you see, but also by using electro electronic waves and frequencies to get inside of your mind and control your thoughts. And then the fake alien invasion. They're going to stage an alien invasion. You know, Ronald Reagan talked about this way back when, about this would be the catalyzing event that would bring all of humanity together if they could, if there was to be some kind of extraterrestrial threat. The world would come together to stand against it. And they're going to try to make that come to pass in some grand illusion through all their equipment that they have and all the technology. They're going to unleash that on us and try to trick us in mass and get us to go along with their agenda and submit through fear. Try to scare us into begging for their protection. And that's what this is about, manipulating people. It scares me. Does it scare you? Like, I know that I'll know it's bullshit. I know it's coming. I know all about it. But this sounds frightening to use frequency and vibration and electromagnetic waves against you, as well as manipulate your senses. It's very scary. I I don't know what they actually have. You know, I try to imagine sometimes the technologies that they really have, what they're hiding from us, what they experiment with. And it's hard for me to imagine, you know. A lot of it is stuff we've never seen before. It would look like magic to us. But I think this is something that they'll do. I think they will try to pull off a fake alien invasion. You know, I think aliens are the fallen. 
what they're going to show us as an alien when they present an alien to you it will be a fallen a fallen entity that, that walk this earth i believe they're here with us right now and have been this whole time throughout all of history and that's what they're going to present to you as an alien but let me show you this next clip and i'm going to partake with you i'm going to join in and spark up my cookie dose but we're going to go into the alien invasion so would there be a fake alien attack and how would they do that This morning, questions after more unidentified objects are discovered over U.S. and Canadian airspace. For dramatic new details about the unidentified objects shot down by fighter jets. They didn't have propulsion. They weren't being maneuvered. It was basically they were being, being driven uh, by, the, by the wind. Unidentified objects shot down by U.S. fighter jets over the weekend. Three objects over three days. Can't work out exactly how they fly, and they won't rule out the fact that they might even be extraterrestrial. For the third time in as many days, the U.S. had spotted and shot down an unidentified object. What is going on here with what seemed like a deluge of potential incursions? What are these objects? Where are they coming from? What is their purpose? Serge Benaz said the fourth step in Project Bluebeam would be what he called a universal supernatural manifestation with electronic means. In other words, a false flag attack. One is to make mankind believe that an alien invasion is about to occur at every major city on Earth in order to provoke each major nation to use its nuclear weapons in order to strike back. The United Nations court will require that all nations which launch nuclear weapons disarm when the invasion is shown to be false. And how will the United Nations know that the invasion was false? It will have staged it, of course. Now, it's hard not to notice what's been happening with UFOs or UAPs over the last few years. For my entire life, UFOs were considered a fringe idea. Then whistleblowers like Bob Lazar started to emerge who claimed to have worked on UFOs at Area 51. Then we got reports from Navy pilots who claimed to see UFOs. Then we saw video. Then the government acknowledged that not only do UFOs exist, but they don't have any idea what they are. Since then, there are reports and images and video of objects in the skies all over the world. As I record this, the United States has shot down four unidentified objects in the span of about a week. According to Project Bluebeam, this quickening of events is all intentional. It started with movies like 2001 A Space Odyssey and Independence Day, and television shows like Star Trek. These were to get the public used to the idea that it was just a matter of time before science fiction became science fact. A few decades later, military jets are firing missiles at UFOs, and the news is reporting on it. It would seem that the next logical step is for the UFOs to start firing back. Now, obviously, there's no military on Earth that can defeat such advanced technology, so they'll deploy the most destructive weapons they have, nuclear weapons. In the aftermath, the architects of Project Bluebeam will reveal that the alien attack was staged. Then after watching their cities burn, the people of Earth will be outraged and demand that all countries disarm, all according to plan. Again, when Project Bluebeam is implemented, the world's population won't resist the New World Order. They'll demand it for their own protection. And by the time they realize what they've done, it'll be too late. This, this is what needs to be done in order to actuate this 
false flag operation that will involve the abduction of citizens so as to foster an illusion that this Earth is facing an extraterrestrial invasion. Use of experimental drugs, holographic projection capabilities, directed energy technologies, I'll get into that in a moment, induced auditory input, experimental aircraft, well that's just a euphemism for man-made UFOs, and special effects costuming and stagecraft. In addition to staging a fake alien invasion, Project Bluebeam will implement other programs to terrify the world's population into compliance. One of these is a plot to convince Christians that the rapture is happening. The rapture is a term used by some Christians to describe an event that happens at the end of the world, where Jesus returns to Earth to take all of his followers to heaven. Now, Project Bluebeam will stage a divine intervention from Jesus to help save humanity from the alien invasion. Also during this time, electronic waves will be transmitted over every wire on Earth, and these waves will induce psychosis in a large number of people. This will cause a wave of violence so severe that the population will be ready to reestablish peace at any cost, even at the expense of personal freedom. Serge Benast said the architects will phase out cash and national currencies, replacing them with a single electronic currency. This sounds a lot like Bitcoin. Bitcoin was created by Satoshi Nakamoto, but nobody knows who that is. It could be one person or a group of people or- Or it could be the Illuminati. Right. Nobody knows. Project Bluebeam has four specific goals. Abolish religion. Abolish pride in one's country. Dissolve the family in favor of the state. And destroy individual creativity. If you don't see these things happening now, you're not paying attention. As you would expect, Serge Manast ruffled a lot of feathers when he revealed Project Bluebeam to the world. He claimed he was being watched and followed. In fact, in September 1996, his two homeschooled children were taken from him and made wards of the state so they could receive a public education. Run by the government? Yep. He never saw them again. On December 4th, 1996, Serge Manast was arrested for spreading misinformation. He was questioned and spent the night in jail. The next day, he was found dead in his apartment. Even though he was in perfect health, the official report is he died of a heart attack at the age of 51. And so Serge Manast, the man who refused to be silenced, was finally silenced after all. They killed him. Did you hear that? So they killed Serge Manast because he was exposing too much. He was getting people to look too much. He was bringing people's attention to it too much. And they killed him. This is a close-up of that city that appeared in the sky in China. I think they've been trying things out for a long time, experimenting with their technology, seeing what they can get away with, seeing what works and what doesn't. You know, seeing what they can do, how they can trick us, how they can deceive us, what we'll fall for. And this is right, Tracy. Stay rooted in God's word in the full armor of God, lest you be deceived. If you don't want to be deceived, what's coming? This is scary. This is frightening. We're in the end times. These are the deceivers. And this is the grand deception. 
But UFOs are all over the news right now. In fact, I'm looking at an article right now on UFO sightings, how NASA can bring science to the debate because they're just unloading it on us as fast as they can. Did you see that fake, or what well, was two, those fake aliens in Mexico they presented to Congress? Fakest, most paper mache looking shit I've ever seen. But they're doing all they can to try to convince people that aliens are real, that there's going to be an alien invasion, that, you know, they're already among us. And they are, because I believe aliens, the aliens they're going to show you are the fallen. I think they've been working behind the shadows forever, and they want to walk in front. They want to come out into the open. And they're going to introduce them to us as aliens. My personal opinion. Hello, Lisa. Good to see someone representing Kentucky. I'm from Kentucky. I grew up in Kentucky. Spent most of my developmental years in Kentucky. I like Psalm 91. Psalm 91 is a very good psalm. Very powerful. Leanne says the millennium, which will be a time of teaching, and then comes the white throne judgment. What's some more stuff I wrote down here? So Bob Lazar, that's someone very interesting. You should look him up. Joe Rogan has him on all the time, but look him up. He's a truth teller about aliens and UFOs. And then um, how people will demand safety. That's true. You know, in large groups, people are dumb as shit. We have to really watch out for them because they can get us in a lot of trouble. They will beg for this. They will. They will beg to be protected. They will beg to be made safe. They'll give up all their rights for that too. We have to be careful. We have to guard ourselves against these sheep. They'll drag us down like an anchor. Sorry, I'm gagging. <laughs> it's conspiracy theories and chill after all. We're supposed to be partaking. We're supposed to be having a good time. I hope you are. I am. We got more stuff to get into, though. A lot more. But I want to make sure I go through all of my notes here on that last segment. Um... One of the notes that I had here was uh, no one knows who invented or created Bitcoin. We're not aware who, who really did it. Is that real? We don't know. The biggest alternative currency in the world and we don't know who really is behind it. Is that true? I wrote that down because I have to look into that. I have to find out if that's real. But tricking Christians into a fake rapture. That bothers me. You know, that's another thing I wrote down. You know, a lot of Christians are fake Christians. You know that. I know that. They don't really understand the reality of it. They don't 
They're not even really worshiping God and Jesus. They're not following the religion. They're bastardizing it and they're causing a lot of harm and they don't even know it. And there are a lot of them are misled by false prophets. But many of them will be tricked. So, wait, hold on, Samuel. So the official story behind Bitcoin is we don't know who created Bitcoin? It's like a legend or something? There's no real creator? Is that real? Uh, I don't sit right with me. Does that sit right with you? All right, so we've established what they want to try to do. But would they do it? Could they do it? Have they done it? This next clip is going to take us into some of that. This is from my video on Project Bluebeam. And we're going to get into whether or not they've done it. Whether or not they could. Whether or not they already are. This ties into a lot of other things like research being done in MK Ultra, which we all know is a fact and something that took place. Awful things were done in MK Ultra to children, horrible things. Again, going back to the concern that they're not capable of doing this shit. They're capable of doing plenty. This also ties into the Philadelphia Project, the Monarch Project and the Montauk Project as well as Project Pegasus that we just covered. They've been doing this kind of research forever. As a matter of fact, just touching on a few bits of research, there's plenty out there with them experimenting with mind control and manipulation with frequencies, but we're just going to cover a few here. In January 1991, the University of Arizona hosted a conference entitled the NATO Advanced Research Workshop on current and emergent phenomena in biomolecular systems. And they released a paper at that conference that stands out. It was in effect a protest and chilling warning to the attending scientists about the potential abuse of their research findings. Their findings, of course, stated that the United States has already developed communications equipment which can make the blind see, the deaf hear, and the lame walk. It can relieve the terminally ill from pain without the use of drugs or surgery. This wasn't talking about science fiction. This was talking about advanced technologies that they say existed in 91. Technologies like a man being able to retain the use of all his faculties right up to the moment of his death. Communications equipment that will give you a new way of looking at the human brain and neuromuscular systems and how they react to radiation pulses and low frequencies. And some of this equipment is now operational within the CIA and the FBI. But trust me, it will never be used to make the blind see, the deaf hear, or the lame walk because it is central to the domestic political agenda and foreign policy of the Zionists and the puppet masters of the New World Order. I would suggest that you investigate this information carefully before dismissing it as fantastic lunacy. In fact, if we go a little further into different reports, we find that mind control operations and technology in existence include a transmitter that broadcasts at the same frequency as the human nervous system. 
Now, this transmitter is manufactured by the Laurel Electro Optical System in Pasadena, California. Laurel, a major defense contractor who previously conducted research on energy weapons for the Air Force and was researching a weapon that could implant messages into the minds of the enemy while at the same time urging their own troops on to superhuman tasks with the use of frequencies. Now, the device that is in existence created by Laurel employs electromagnetic radiation of gigahertz frequency pulsed at extremely low frequencies or ELF and is used to torture people both physically and mentally from a distance. This weapon can be used to induce total sensory deprivation by broadcasting signals into the auditory nerve at such high power that it blocks the ability of the individual to hear themselves think. And then finally bringing it back to MKUltra, Dr. Sidney Gottlieb who directed the MKUltra program at that time was forced to discuss the scope of the CIA research to find techniques of activation at the human organism by remote electronic means. So this is something that exists right now that has been pursued to its highest degree that can be used from space to reach any person, any place on the face of the earth. And in a column by Lieutenant Colonel John B. Alexander entitled The New Mental Battlefield, Beam Me Up Spock, provides further insight into the technical capabilities at the disposal of the government. He writes, Several examples will demonstrate areas in which progress have been made. The transference of energy from one organism to the other, the ability to heal or cause disease to be transmitted over a distance, thus inducing illness or death from no apparent cause, telepathic behavior modification which includes the ability to induce hypnotic states up to a distance of a thousand kilometers. These have all been reported. The use of telepathic hypnosis also holds great potential. Now, this capability could allow agents to be deeply planted with no conscious knowledge of their programming. Or in movie terms, the Manchurian candidate lives and does not even require a telephone call. So again, to answer that imaginary skeptic from the beginning of the video's questions, yes, this is possible. Yes, the technology exists. Yes, they could use frequency to manipulate the human mind. And yes, they could demonstrate some very, very convincing looking holograms in the sky. Yeah, they can do all of this. I have no doubt in my mind they can pull this off. And I have no doubt in my mind that they plan to pull this off. I'm sure of it. I'm going to call out everyone on Rumble. All 23 of you right now. Sir Rat Bastard thinks you're bots. I don't. I think you're real people that don't know where the comment section is. Because forever, Rumble was broken. I'm not going to lie to you. It was great for watching, bad for commenting. I was never able to find the comment section. It's right into the video now they fixed it. Just look. I know you're trained not to look because you're used to it sucking. It doesn't suck anymore. Prove to Sir Rat Bastard you're not bots. I know you're not. I know you're real people. Now on Facebook, I have my doubts sometimes. I wonder. And on YouTube, for sure. YouTube's like 90% bots. But they've absolutely done this. They're still doing it. Like I said, MKUltra never stopped. They just privatized that research. 
they corporatized it. They put different CEOs in charge of different sectors of it, and they still do all of it. You know, and the Philadelphia Project was part of this. They've done this kind of stuff before. They have advanced tech. We know they do. We know beyond a shadow of a doubt, there's tons of stuff they're keeping from us. Tons of information. So could they do this? Absolutely. That's frightening though, Tracy. Like a voice right to your skull. A voice that speaks inside of your own head. That is frightening. Can you imagine... I'm afraid of what they can do. I'm not afraid of what it's going to do to me. I'm afraid of what it's going to do to, to the masses. And how easily it'll do it. Look how brainwashed they already are. They're probably already conditioned to accept and receive anything that it holds. It's going to be frightening. It's going to be biblical. All right, hold on. Samuel says, Satoshi Nakamoto is the creator of Bitcoin. But no one knows who that is. So it's not a real person. It's a made-up person. This is a fake person that's in charge of Bitcoin that created Bitcoin. What if Bitcoin is the ultimate controlled opposition currency-wise? And they take it on their own as a false flag operation. That just jumped into my head. Well, you know, I'm jumping ahead of myself because we're going to get into all that in a little while when we go free form and go loose, you know, get loosey goosey. But we got more to go into on Project Bluebeam. In fact, we need to get into whether or not they could trick people. Can you trick people, even trained people? with holograms in the sky. I think you can. And I think it's been done. It's already been done. They fooled our own military into going into a full-fledged battle with something that wasn't even there. It's called the Battle of Los Angeles. And we're going to look at a clip from that in just a second. We're going to get into this in a little while, too. Something is going down October 4th. FEMA's running a test October 4th. It has to do with cell phones. I don't know what's going on, but we're going to talk about it. No, no fear, but we're the leaders, you know. I worry about the sheep. I, I feel for them. I find it hard to ignore them. They're fooled. They're, they're completely exposed. I'm not. That doesn't make me feel better about our situation as a whole. Because a lot of us are. But could they do this? Could they pull this off? Could they trick even train soldiers. Let's look at an example of when they did exactly that. Did you know 
that the United States military once blacked out an entire U.S. coastline and led a pre-dawn resistance fighting for hours against an enemy that they now say was never actually there. This is the story of the Battle of Los Angeles, an interesting and noteworthy piece of history that occurred in the United States during the height of World War II. And on this episode of Conspiracy Theories and Chill, we're going to explore the whole story of the Battle of Los Angeles and look into the conspiracy that may be hidden behind the cover story of incompetence and itchy trigger fingers that has been presented to the public. Now this event is real and took place at the pinnacle of tension and fear of an outside attack happening in this country. Only months after the attack at Pearl Harbor, it was still very fresh on everyone's mind that we could be attacked and a Japanese submarine had also just hit an oil field the day before. So the citizens were already terrified. And the military was of course on high alert because the submarine was never located. Now early in the morning on the 25th, objects were detected about 100 miles out and a blackout was ordered of the entire coastline by the military as they prepared for an invasion. At 2.25 a.m., the people of Los Angeles were awoken by air raid sirens and when they went outside their homes, they found that the entire city was blacked out and searchlights had filled the sky. Then the shooting started and bombs exploded in the sky filling the horizon with smoke and the debris rained down on the city. Sirens filled the air and chaos erupted on the streets as people sought shelter from the falling debris and many tried to watch the show being displayed in the sky. More than 1,400 rounds are admitted to having been fired at what ended up being nothing at all in the official narrative. This battle went on all throughout the early morning, with searchlights scouring the sky and shells being fired. The all-clear wasn't given until 7.21 a.m. In the end, five people were killed in the Battle of Los Angeles. Many people were injured as well, and many homes and businesses were damaged by the falling shells during the battle. But what there wasn't was any downed aircraft because officially the military was shooting all of those rounds at nothing at all. An army document explained what had happened. It said that numerous weather balloons had been released over the area that night, and they carried lights for tracking purposes and that these lighted balloons were mistaken for enemy aircraft. And that shell bursts illuminated by searchlights were also mistaken by ground crews for enemy aircraft. And the Japanese, after the war, also declared that they had flown no airplanes over Los Angeles on that date. Now that was the official story, and for me, when that morphed into the weather balloon explanation, that was the first big red flag but that is now said to have been what showed up on the radar and what they were shooting at and even what the witnesses had seen. Weather balloons. Now that immediately made me think of Roswell. You see at first when there were no downed craft, the military said it was all just due to jitters. It was later that the weather balloon story was added because people had seen the objects in the sky. So that's enough official story for now. This is conspiracy theories and chill after all. So what did the people report seeing in the sky during these five hours? Well, 
Many reported seeing craft in the sky that the military were shooting at. Many even reported seeing these craft pass over their homes. Large and small crafts were reported, and people also reported seeing dozens of them at a time in the sky together. These kind of sightings were reported by many. The people at the time thought that these were some kind of Japanese crafts, but in hindsight, UFO experts have taken this story, and especially the witness accounts of it, and they say that the objects were flying much too high and too erratic to have been aircraft, and moved unlike balloons, even balloons that were being shot at. The witnesses say that these crafts floated and glided, but also stopped and hovered at times. But to this day, nobody can explain what these crafts were. It's a mystery that's never been resolved. As I said, officially, this is explained as an accident caused by nerves, and officially, heavy air quotes implied, there were no UFOs at all. They explain it with weather balloons and outdated faulty radar systems giving them false results. But I leave this story with many questions. The biggest is how do you have a five-hour attack against no enemy? Now I can see Itchy Trigger Finger explaining a few rounds being fired, but five hours worth of shooting at nothing? Where were the lookouts or the officers to stop the madness? Who was in charge? This was a large-scale military operation, and no one realizes in five hours of shooting that they're shooting at nothing? The Battle of Los Angeles is an interesting tale and it may very well have been nothing more than nervous gunners and checked out officers allowing a five-hour battle against their own overworked imaginations. But it just as likely could have been something more, and more than likely there is more to the Battle of Los Angeles story. I'm a contrarian through and through, and the government doesn't have the best track record with the truth, so as always, I think that the truth lays somewhere in the gray area. But tell me what you think of the Battle of Los Angeles in the comments below and share in the discussion. I'd like to hear from you about what you think of this interesting story. This happened. This is true. The military had a full-on battle against nothing for five hours in 1942. You can Google it. Look it up. Look into the Battle of Los Angeles. In fact, look up everything I ever tell you. Don't ever just trust me. Always look up what we talk about on this show. Always look up anything you hear. From anybody, including me. Always do your own research. It's the best way to learn. The best way to accept the information. The best way to make sure you get the best information is to go look it up for yourself. You hear something that you think, wow, that's interesting. Go check it out. Always go check it out for yourself. Always. Dude, I don't even believe this story. Lisa's talking about the F-35. the F So, someone help me understand this story. A, a jet, a brand new jet, a $140 million jet, just goes missing, flies itself, and goes to Cuba and lands. Whoa. What? Now, don't get me wrong. If, if a jet costs $140 million, it ought to be able to do all those things. It ought to be able to fly itself back home and land. 
bring itself right back to where it's supposed to be. But how does a jet fly on autopilot all the way to Cuba and then land? Anybody believe in this story at all? This seems like a huge distraction. I, I don't believe this story. It don't make no sense to me. Robert says they claim it never went to Cuba. I thought it landed in Havana. Last I saw it landed in Havana. Where did it land at? Where'd it go? Yes, Battle of Los Angeles took place in 1942. Yep, yep, yep. But this has been Conspiracy Theories and Chill on Project Bluebeam. What do you guys want to see covered next? What do you want us to cover coming up on Conspiracy Theories and Chill? I want to hear from you. You know, I might put up a new poll. We get enough suggestions. I'll put a poll together. And we'll see what we're going to cover coming up on Conspiracy Theories and Chill. We can get into anything you want. Crashed? Oh, okay. That's shitty. That's that's very disappointing. So a $140 million plane just crashes? It should be able to land itself for that kind of money. Hmm. Lisa says it had a remote control hijack. It's in South Carolina. I don't know. Well, no, I didn't fact check it. I was researching Project Bluebeam. It had it had nothing to do with Project Project Bluebeam. So I was like, mm, I don't even know if I'm gonna talk about that. I ended up talking about it, so probably should have looked into it. But I didn't. So Everyone's saying it crashed. The World of Worlds was in 1938. Hey, Kaylin, you can't be late. You can't be late. And now you can watch it back. And it'll be all new to you. Be a whole new experience. You'd be like, wow, I can't believe how much cool stuff happened before I got there. Yeah, that seems a little convenient, the crash story. I don't know. I don't know. Because, you know, at first they're like, oh, it can fly itself forever. It just flies, man. It just does that. A pilot can eject and it'll fly forever, man. Why would it do that if it wasn't able to land or it wasn't able to be remote controlled? I, I don't know. Don't make no sense for it just to fly on autopilot till it runs out of gas. That don't make sense. It's not a very good feature. I 
I think this might be true, Joan. You might be onto something. Aliens got it. It was the aliens. The aliens got it. Well, what do you guys think? What do you think about Project Bluebeam? What's what's your thoughts on what we got into tonight having to do with Project Bluebeam? And what would you like to see us cover coming up on Conspiracy Theories and Chill? We can get into anything you want. Sky's the limit. So I know Joan is right now typing stone walls. Put that on the put that on the poll. It's definitely on the poll. What else should be on the poll? What other topics would you like to see us cover? I always talk like I have a mouse in my pocket. But anything, let me know. But I do want to thank you guys for hanging out, for smashing them shits, for taking part, for commenting, all that stuff. It really helps us. And we had a great time. I had a great time. I hope you had a great time. This was an amazing conspiracy theories and chill. But every Wednesday we do this. Every Wednesday night we do conspiracy theories and chill. And then Friday night, come back. Because Friday night is rant night. We're going to rant. We're going to vent our frustrations. We're going to get all that out before the weekend. Clear our minds. Get it off our chest. Can't carry that shit around. We get that out on Friday nights. But thanks for coming. Thanks for taking part. Thanks for being a supporter of this show. Thanks for being a friend. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, have a great rest of your evening. Come back Friday night. And God bless.